Good evening, listeners. Tonight, I just want to introduce you to Shannon Barkley. We're from Kwasisabantu Mission. Um, we're just outside Marmersbury. We have people for help. Uh, people come for two weeks if they've got problems with drug addiction, different problems, or if they want to make their life right with the Lord Jesus. We are there to help them. We don't ask any money. They stay there for two weeks where they can have counseling. They listen to services two times a day. And through those services, the Lord speak to them and reveal himself to them. And that is an opportunity to them where they can deal with the things in their lives. You know, many times we go through drug addictions like that. But that is not the, the problem that we have. But many times it goes deeper into our childhood, how we grew up. Maybe we got hurt in life. And that is the things that we need to deal with. Now, Shannon came to the mission in 2014, also broken out of Alala Park here in the Cape. And the Lord has done a miraculous work in her life. Tonight we will listen to her testimony, what the Lord has done for her. Thank you, Shannon. You may start. Thank you very much for the opportunity that I can um, share my testimony tonight with all the listeners. As you've heard, I'm Shannon. I grew up in the Cape Flats. I grew up in Valhalla Park and Manenburg. My school was Phoenix High in Manenburg and my primary school was Valhalla Park Primary in Valhalla Park. Val Park Primary in Valhalla Park. I grew up as a very bitter child. I grew up with my mother and father. That's the norm in the Cape Flats today where they um, broke up my father and my mother had three children and after the three they decided things are not working out and they separated my mother got somebody else and my father got somebody else but i had this bitterness of why should i have step parents i grew up living a life in front of the tv i just sit in front of the tv did everything i wanted and um very, very rebellious. I was so, so rebellious to my mother. I never could understand. I always felt like my mother is abusing me, but it was because of my rebellious state towards my mother that she got so angry and she would beat me up. I thought to myself, one day, when I am big, that was big enough when I'm going to high school, I want to leave this house. So when I went to high school the first year, I decided I am gonna leave this house. I'm gonna get somebody. What is the somebody? It's a it's a person. I, I was seeking for love. I was seeking for a certain love and I didn't know what it was and I thought maybe if I get a boyfriend things will be better for me. So I started living this life of sin. I started smoking cigarettes, I started then smoking start smoking daha. After that, I um, started having boyfriends. It was in standard six when I went into a relationship with a married man. And um, I lived in this relationship for eight years. I felt, I thought I felt love. I thought I am out of my misery, but my misery just began. In this eight years, you can't expect to play with fire and not get burned. In this eight years, I felt pregnant as a teenager with a married man that I knew 
very well. And in this falling pregnant with this man, I couldn't tell my parents. With the first child, it was a stillborn. But I have drank many, many different um, cleaning stuff and alcohols and stuff to get this child off because I didn't want it to child. But the Lord kept the child and I gave birth to a stillborn child. I still didn't, it still didn't open my eyes and I still went on living the same life until I, a few years later, I fell pregnant again. And at this time I fell pregnant, he told me I should go for abortion. And the first thing I thought, maybe it is right now, how am I going to explain this pregnancy to my mother? How, how is people going to look at me? And I thought the only way out was abortion. I went to the hospital and I aborted the child. But listeners, those who are planning to have an abortion, may you hear and learn from me. I went to, I was already four months into five months pregnant. Normally your pregnancy can only be... um stop on three months but they went through with me i think it was four months going into five months and they used a vacuum shucksin to suck out this baby out of me the pain i went through was hell it was hell on earth and i couldn't call out lord jesus help me because i knew it was wrong no one told me it was wrong with the first child when I gave the miscarriage and I was in pain I could still ask the Lord to help me and to forgive me and help me but with this abortion I didn't have no peace to call out upon the Lord and I felt all alone and there was no man with me I was laying in this theater doing this abortion going through hell the pain was hell all the moanings and groanings of people crying. Certain ladies had the um, tablet that they drank. They and the the pain of their miscarriages and getting the baby off in the bathroom. It was, you know, it was it was hell. Being in that theater with about sixty people, and we all had abortion and everyone is crying. And the Lord Jesus, it was terrible. When I walked out of that hospital, it felt like I could fall down and cry. I could cry, but I couldn't cry out to the Lord. The father, married man, left me in my pain. And I had to go on in this pain all by myself. I started hating life more. I started to become bitter more. I went into drugs now. Now I started smoking thick. I started smoking buttons, you know, we started to smoke all these things just to soothe the conscience. I didn't want to think about life anymore. I started smoking drugs. I started stealing from people. I I didn't have money to buy the drugs. The only way was to steal from everyone. I would steal from my mother, I would steal from my father, and I would steal from everyone that I love and that was close to me. And a certain time, my sister couldn't allow me to come in anymore, and she put me out of the out of her house. And I was staying outside in the yard, and the sky was my roof. There came a time in this life where I called out. I called out to the Lord Jesus. I said, Lord, if you are there in heaven, 
can't you please help me get me out of my misery when people see me they will close their gates when something is missing it's always Shannon because I was accustomed to stealing and um, I called out to the Lord I begged him I remember walking there in the streets in Valhalla Park. I hope he has somebody that listened from Achtelan or Sevendelan. I was walking on Achtelan on that day coming from the shop looking for the shelter. I had money in my pocket, but I couldn't smoke anymore. You know, I had enough. I needed a different life. Prior to this, I would stand up and try to go to Sarki Bartman trying to go and look for help but they told me they don't help um, drug addicts they just help abusive people and I was looking for help but there was no help to be found until the day I called out to the Lord Jesus I called out I begged with all my heart I remember as I was calling out to the Lord there was this upalach I don't know how to say it with People stand outside in the street, church people, and they have this church people. And there was a song playing that day. The name of the song was Come to the Father. Broken hearts, broken minds, He can fix them all. Nothing that you've done can make Him love you more. But because of His great love, He gave His only Son. And the song repeated and repeated. And I went to hear, where does this music come from? And as I was entering the road of Eleanor Street, there came, I saw this big bright light in the middle of the night at nine o'clock. There was this light and this pastor called out, if you want the Lord Jesus to set your broken heart free, you can come to the front. And I went, I went and I gave my heart to the Lord. People, I can tell you, eat immediately the desire for drugs and cigarettes left me. I gave my heart to the Lord. The Upelach went on for the whole week. I was every day there. I started looking for people who served the Lord. I, I wanted to. I had this new love. I had the first love in my heart. Things just changed. I had money on me. It wasn't no desire for drugs anymore. I was like a new creation. I was looking for church people that I can share with for a while. And then until it was a month that I was clean and nothing, everything went well with me. And then something happened and I fell back into drugs and when I fell back into drugs I could never be the same and then I called out again I said Lord won't you please help me and then the Lord used my mother and she sent me to a place called Kwasisabantu Mission and yeah I came in Kwasisabantu Mission in 2014 and I opened my heart once again to the Lord I brought the sins I was so heavy laden I, I, I needed to speak to someone about my sin and especially of my abortion and of my adultery life of having a relationship with a married man and you know living this relationship with this married man I couldn't share with anyone I couldn't share with no one else about my relationship because why who, who can I who can I share with there was none other to share my um my sin with but I went on and I share with the Lord and I open up everything that was there in my heart. And the Lord Jesus helped me and I could um, gave my heart to the Lord. And it was just the Lord's grace and the Lord's mercy that happened to me. And um, 
And for that reason, I can thank the Lord. I came to cross this boundary, as I said, and there I made my life right. I could bring all these things to the light. All these things that bothered me, I could bring to the light. And that was just grace. Today, I've been on the mission this year, Lord willing, in December, I will be the 10 years. I'm set free from my drugs. I'm set free from my addiction. I could go back and make a right with this married man that I lived. I could go and make right and ask forgiveness for the life I lived and led him into sin and not just letting him into sin, missing in his marriage. I could make right with his wife because she knew about our relationship and by God's grace she's forgiven me. God can do anything in everything for each one of us if we want the Lord Jesus to help us. That is my testimony. And Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Shannon. I would like to just ask you a question. The time that you went for the abortion, did you speak to anybody about it before you went? Or maybe the boyfriend that you had, did you speak to him about it? Did he know about it? Um, it was the boyfriend's suggestion, the uncle's suggestion, because it was an elderly man. It was his suggestion that I would go for the abortion. And no, I didn't have anyone to speak to and to re rethink the thoughts and like to think sober minded about it. I just thought in my own heart it would be the best for me, the child, and for the father, for his relationship with his wife. Yes, that was. I also want to ask you what would you say to somebody that may be listening now that also consider an abortion? What would you advise them to do? I would advise anyone that is um, contemplating to have an abortion that um, before you do it, if you can at least just speak to somebody, speak to somebody that can make you think broader about the situation. Because at the moment, the only thing you think is what's best for the man. And it's normally like that. If it's a, a pre, if it's abortion, we only make abortions because the father doesn't want the child or so on. And we think what's best for them. But we, as human beings and as ladies, I must also say, the pain I went through afterwards, I cannot explain. And the father couldn't deal that pain with me because he didn't do it. It wasn't his body. It was mine. So go to somebody, speak to somebody, get more information about it, about your abortion. Just somebody else that can um, speak to you and open your, 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 your mindset that you won't regret like I regretted at the end. Yes. Okay, thank you very much, Shannon. We thank the Lord for the work that He's done for you. So anyone that need help, again, we can give you the number again, even if somebody is considering an abortion, you can also contact this number. We are able to help you. The name of the person is Tinas Lewis. The cell phone number is 082-378-6822. Thank you so much.